0: Hello there, and welcome to Casual Fridays, the podcast where weekly themes are discussed through personal experiences, anecdotes, and storytelling. I am your host, Dada, and this podcast is part of my I Read Aloud channel on YouTube where I read fairy tales, short stories, children's stories, poetry, letters. And if you like such content, make sure to subscribe. You'll find me on YouTube, as well as Instagram, Twitter, well, now it is X, TikTok, um TikTok under at I Read Aloud. I also want you to know that this podcast airs every Friday on the following platforms YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, RSS, and Spotify. Today's episode is titled Embrace Your Weird. I don't know if you've seen one of those teenage or young adult movies, where at the end of the movie, different characters jump up to claim that they are weird, so one after the other, they would also state their version of weird, and they would claim it. And I've always thought that um, these filmmakers were quite uh, forward-thinking when they uh, did those scenes, because... Um, There's a big trend now that's going on, if if you've noticed, uh, to embrace your differences, to embrace um, what makes you weird, what makes you different from others. And that is something that, uh, you know, had happened early on in those movies. They happened a few years back. Anyway, back to our topic. People can be viewed as weird for many traits for maybe dressing differently, for having different opinions, for having unique hobbies or a different outlook on the world, um, for having a quirky sense of humor, behaving differently or having different mannerisms. And what makes me sad or what made me sad as I was researching um, this topic was there were so many websites and so many articles um, advising people on how not to be weird, on how to be normal, on how to fit in more in society, and that really bummed me out because it's totally the opposite of, of what I want to you know get to in this episode. I uh, just to embrace. Your differences, not your difference, but what makes you different, embracing your weird, embracing the thing that makes you unique. I mean, why would anyone want to be anything different from who they are? You are born in a certain way and you have to embrace it and love it. And do you know what the definition of weird is? According to Merriam-Webster, to be weird is to be of strange or extraordinary character, to be odd or fantastic, and even magical. I mean, can you, do you hear these words? Extraordinary, fantastic, magical, I mean, these are beautiful things that you have to embrace about yourself. Because do you know what the opposite of weird is? It is to be ordinary. To be normal. To be unexceptional. Who wants that? Why would you want to hide or to bury who you are? What makes you you? Uh, just to fit in, or to be normal? What is normal anyway? Is anybody normal? If you really um, scratch the surface of any person, no one is normal. There is nothing that is normal about anybody, or about anything in the world, in fact. Basically, what we view as normal, and I'm using here normal between quotation marks, because really, what is normal? But This all started in ancient times with rulers and religious bodies who wanted to um, have a society that conformed uh, to certain good behavior. And that's also where the law played a big role, right? And so basically, you know, between different religions and their sets of rules, the laws of governments, I mean, this all has shaped Uh, the behavior of of humans to be acceptable and to be uh, something that is um not found upon in society. So the whole thing started with a set of sets of rules and um you know certain do's and don'ts to kind of cultivate um you know some goodness in society uh to maybe curb killing and murdering each other uh to curb bad behavior whatever it is so it all started on that front initially And of course, with time, and especially with social media now, you have uh, a lot of influences that have come from businesses. And of course, every business that comes out uh, has its own purpose, its own selfish goals, and let's say the fashion industry. So the fashion industry, you know, wants a certain color to pop in that season and a certain trend to pop in that season for them to make money. And so suddenly, whatever is not of that color and that trend and that style becomes in that season something outdated and unacceptable. And the same thing goes on and on in all different kinds of businesses. Everything that sells you something is actually trying to tell you that this is good and the rest is bad. And that is where we've kind of cultivated uh, eventually our sense of normalcy, you know. So we've actually moved away from the initial intention of having some basic rules and laws to uh, enhance society and to promote goodness in society, Uh, and we've moved into something that is extremely specific, that interferes in our everyday lives and our everyday opinions, and that kind of, you know, tells us what to do and what not to do. And so the more we listen to, uh, you know, these businesses and these trends, the more we conform And it becomes normal, again, normal between quotation marks. And the more we don't listen to these things, you know, we are moving away from what is the normal and stepping into the weird. So you see the word weird (laughs) actually does, has nothing to do with, um, you know, the society, the way society began in the first place and the way that societal rules were put in place initially. It is all affected by today's businesses, and the thing is that, um, for example, I could be viewed weird because of the way I dress. Um, I personally hate wearing pants, and 90% of my closet is dresses, and the rest of the 10% are skirts and tops. So, for me, I don't care if pants are in season, and I'm going to wear my dresses and my skirts all the time because I feel comfortable wearing those. I also hate wearing jackets and coats, and I'm the person who wears capes and panchos. This is my thing, I have so many of them, and I love wearing them. And so whether they're in season or not, I'm going to wear them. So basically, when it is not in season, I'm going to be like the weird dresser, but when they're in season, I'm like the in person. And I'm the I'm like so in and in fashion. <laughs> it's a bit funny, isn't it? I mean, in the end, you have to have your own uh, style of dress. It, it makes you who you are. It reflects your personality. And I wouldn't give up the way I, I wear something or, or or what I wear, or I would give up my wardrobe for you know what is in fashion. I mean, when I leave the house, I want to feel like I'm in my skin, so to speak. And when I'm wearing something that reflects my personality, reflects who I am, that makes me comfortable and confident, uh, it is basically the, the second skin I'm wearing, right? So why would I want to give up that and the way it makes me feel? So basically, when you embrace your weirds, you are being authentic to yourself and you are being free to express yourself. You are who you are. And don't worry so much about not being accepted by society. I mean, not everyone, I've said this before a million times, not everyone will love you. That's that's for sure. And it doesn't mean you're not lovable. It's just you cannot vibe with every single person. You don't like everybody. So how can you expect everybody to love you? You know, so... (laughs) And you will see, you will find your tribe. And you always find the people who vibe with you and that you vibe with. And that's enough. When you have you know, your small circle around you uh, who you know uh, understands you and, and that you understand, that is all you need in life. The support, the emotional support that comes from that and you move on and you excel and you succeed. So who would you rather be? would you rather embrace your weirdness and that makes you extraordinary memorable and unique or would you rather just be a parrot concerned only with society and what it thinks and pleasing society i mean in my opinion that would be a horrible thing to do you have to be authentic yourself you have to love yourself you have to express yourself freely and i will tell you that whenever I find myself in an environment that makes me uncomfortable, and it happens a lot, you know, sometimes you're invited to a, a new setting with new people that you don't know. I mean, you don't really know them, and you just feel you don't vibe with those people. And I personally, no matter, I mean, and as you see me in in my podcast, I am someone who's you know an extrovert who loves people, who talks a lot, <laughs> and who expresses herself freely, but uh, when I'm in that environment, I just shut down, I sit back and I listen, and I don't really uh, get involved much in the conversation. Because I know that if I do speak up in those environments, I'm going to be probably rude and crude and scathing. Because when I'm unhappy or like dissatisfied with my environment, I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to become like a prickly pear, right? <laughs> so, the idea yeah, is that you know it's okay to feel uncomfortable in certain situations sometimes, and maybe in those situations you could just you know step back and you know say nothing and just observe um be friendly and smile, but don't have to impose maybe your your opinions on others in a sense that it would antagonize them and create a negative atmosphere right um but then again in most uh, cases i am in, in in situations where um where my opinions even though they're uncommon they uh definitely incite interesting conversations and so the the environment is positive and it is something that i feel comfortable in Uh, I would definitely, you know, express my opinions and I would definitely have, you know, beautiful conversations that result from those. So to end um, this episode on a more personal note, uh, I'm going to give you a few quirks that I have. I've already told you about the way I dress and, uh, you know, how it makes me feel comfortable. I've already told you about like my um different opinions that sometimes I do curb if in I'm in an uncomfortable environment. Um but uh, that I also express when I'm in a comfortable environment. And other things that, you know, make people mad at me sometimes, <laughs> especially my friends, is for example my over tipping. They always tell me I tip too much. But I cannot help myself. It kills me. It 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 kills me to leave a place without giving at least a fifteen percent tip. It it I mean, I would be dying and uh, really tearing myself up on the inside if I did that for some reason. I mean, the way I see it, if you're going to go out to a restaurant and splurge, I mean, you you are treating yourself to something nice when you go out, you know, to a restaurant. And you're going to splurge on good food. And you're going to have a service by beautiful people who are exhausted. I mean, these people who are serving you, they are standing on their feet, all day long, just to give you a pleasant experience when you decide to go and eat out, okay, and they are smiling, and they're being lovely and wonderful, and you could like change your order, or have a problem with your order, and they're still being amazing, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to like tip these people, I mean, it just shows your appreciation to them, OK, so I don't know. For me, if someone gives me a gift, I want to give them back. So these people are giving me the gift of time and generosity, of spirit and uh, service. And of course, I want to give them back something beautiful. And in that sense, it would be money. So, yes, uh, this is something that's a pet peeve of mine. Please don't be with me and tip like, I don't know, 2%. I would literally go back to the restaurant and, and tip more <laughs> after you leave. <laughs> I've done it before, and I will do it again. <laughs> anyway, um, another thing, for example, you know, that, uh, that is a pet peeve of mine is, um, again, it's about uh, discussing restaurants. Um, I hate going to a restaurant and ordering just one dish. I, I, what is the purpose of going out if you're not going to try different dishes? I don't get it isn't it beautiful to have like an array of appetizers and things you want to taste and you have a bit of this and a bit of that and It's just so beautiful and relaxing and you have a glass of wine you know, or any drink you you like and you know you're you're sitting there and enjoying your time and you know t- tasting different foods and it's beautiful um. And luckily I have found a few friends who love doing that as well. So we vibe well on that front. We actually all like to go out and, you know, have different a different a taste of of everything, let's say. So yes. One dish, no, not for me. So you see, being weird is it's everything, really. It's your personality in the end, isn't it? It is not just, you know, one thing, like what your appearance, let's say. It's about everything you do, the way you behave in every situation. And so basically, all these small things in your personality, in your mannerisms, and the way you, you deal with situations in life, they all build up into you, into who you are, into your personality. So embrace it embrace your weird love yourself as I always say (laughs) and so this brings me to the end of this episode and next week we're going to discuss your mental state and how it affects your creativity until then I send you all my love have a lovely weekend and see you next Friday